0: It's better than being abducted by an all-female alien crew that look like Jessica Alba, and the entire spaceship is one big humidor smoking underground. Episode Chinese Guard
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another amazing episode. The heck? The heck? What? Live Good of night? Smoking Underground? Ah, oh, my God. Oh, my goodness gracious. Jeez. Yeah, we had a
2: huge show planned for tonight. But- <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, we definitely did. And uh, I'm going to say old Pitted Prunes, he done Pitted Prune at us.
0: Hmm. <laughs> well, uh, it just
2: goes to show you need to eat your prunes with the seeds
1: oh, i guess so right. they say mm. seed
2: life hashtag seed life i don't know yeah. anyway
1: welcome to smoking underground today we're doing a live episode we actually had something really cool planned today but because we said at the time for about a week now i wanted to make sure everybody was here and we got to do it thank you john for motivating me to do it live even though we don't have a guest because i was like nah don't do it screw it oh. um
2: Hey, and and while you're out there, for those listening, just let us know what you think of this live. Maybe we'll pop up live a little bit more often. Yeah, Yeah.
1: certainly, certainly. Um, Big shout out to everybody in the Fire Gaming Network Discord who is super interested in today's live show. Um, Today, we are smoking a very special non-pitted prune cigar uh, called the Christoph Guardrail. This thing has a big silver band on it.
0: I don't know. You, can can they see, is, or, or do they just yeah. hear
1: us? No, they can see. Oh, what okay. you're looking at is what we're looking at, brother. They are, right there. Uh, and it's got a nice pigtail on it, on the end, one of my personal see favorites. I see that. And then uh, we're going to have a nice little story time from Gary, because I think you guys are going to be super interested in this story. And Well,
2: uh, we'll I was discuss. hoping Jason would be on so that he could actually tell the story yeah. of... Yeah. The guardrail, yeah, right? oh man, and why it exists. Cool. Because I'm sure he has gotten the story firsthand. Yes, I have sir. only just got it through various outlets. Right? Are either one of you aware of the background story of the guardrail? Uh,
1: if I remember correctly, it has something to do with wrecking whole oh, motorcycle. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Okay.
2: laughs> I always love that you ask the question, and then somebody tells a half-assed story, and then you gotta, uh, okay, let's repeat
0: part. You gotta patch it after <laughs> that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I'm gonna before we get to the story of the guardrail, there was some news, and I can't wait for Jason to be on. Uh, mm-hmm. He hope might be here next week, following week. Unfortunately, when you go to an event like PCA, with thousands of people, and you put them all in a little building in this post. 2020 era, certain people go come home with little um, friends that they uh, call the coronavirus. Oh, (laughs) and uh, you made a new friend out there. And he oh, he decided he wanted to bring home a few of these little Cubert looking guys oh, and
1: couldn't make the show. Good reference, by the way, Cubert. Oh. I haven't heard that one in a while.
2: I, I've always thought when they show these pictures of the coronavirus things, I I picture Cubert all the time. I have for for three years, and I hope to have Jason. Like I said, Jason on maybe since we're doing the guardrail tonight, yeah. he better be throwing us one of these new Nicaraguas, which I may boycott.
1: Really, interesting. And why are you going to do that? Yeah. Because
2: his post from Las Vegas, no pigtail. <clears throat> no, no shaggy foot, no loose tobacco in the box. Uh, the special edition Nicaragua' in a nice, shiny, smooth white oh, box.
1: Really? It loses
2: all the romanticism that yeah. I get out of having a Kristoff. and
1: interesting.
2: Don't, I don't think
1: I've ever thought of a Kristoff like that, John, but I do like where your head's at.
2: You know, it's um, what do I want to say? It's like buying a Mercedes, but you bought the taxicab version. Do you really want?
0: It? <laughs> I love that. That's good. All you know, right.
2: I mean, uh, it's the exact opposite. They try to class up their cigar. No, I, I want the lower class, I want the nitty gritty. But oh, it's like going to a Motley Crue concert. And having to wear a tux yeah, and be yeah. seated uh, at dining tables, yeah. for, for those of you, theater.
1: for those of you in the gaming realm, it's like wanting to play Final Fantasy and choosing to play Lost Ark or Age because it's free to play. Oh.
2: You're going to get an MMO, but it's free. So, so that's what upset me. So Jason balls in your court, you need to come on and defend your cigar otherwise, there you, you know, know I've been pushing to get you back in cigars and more and Vitola, and if you guys classed up your cigar, oh um, I don't wow. know
1: Stern words from Mr. Dang, Viviani man but to uh, to to continue with what we're doing uh, just a little bit uh, wow. since we are Kristoff, uh Gary, I need to light this thing up. So I need you to tell us about the Christoph
0: guardrail. The Christoph guardrail. It's got an extensive story because of the guardrail. Normally in the cigar industry, you're gonna you're gonna have some type of an icon go on uh, in order to name the cigar. And in this particular case, Glenn Case, which is uh, uh which I met more than a couple of times and uh, and great dude of uh, Christoph cigars, very meticulous in his cigar line as well. Um, famous for his shaggy foot, uh, or I'm sorry, not shaggy foot, but covered foot and the pigtail. So uh, the Kristoff line is multiple blends. Uh, But in this particular case, this uh, goes back um, to around about 2019, 2020, somewhere along that area right there. Um, And uh, uh, Glenn was actually in Oklahoma and had a uh, and had a a motorcycle rack. Okay, so when he did that, of course, you know, he hit a guardrail and uh, and actually messed him messed him up pretty bad. Um, as I was listening to the rep describe it, um, he says he said uh, at the PCA show itself, he said that they were very scared that Glenn was not going to make it. Um, uh, and and as a matter of fact, he literally spent uh, not only. Uh, eight days in the hospital, uh, but he also spent time in a wheelchair after that and with extensive physical therapy, uh, winning, uh, going on to that. Um, so it was a very, uh, handy time. And of course, um, Glenn decided to commemorate that through the cigar itself, calling the guardrail. Right. Um, it is a very extensive, also, this is a one of a kind pipe blend made with a one of a t- one of a kind type tobacco. Okay, so your 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 external is going to be Brazilian, which right. yeah, I'm a big fan of. I love Brazilian stuff. You like I, to
1: get Brazilians too from what
0: I, mean. I do, you know, from what I understand, you know, it's uh it's uh, because I'm heavily sedated when I do it. Um, but so are the uh, people doing it. Yes, they so, are
2: ironically when I was you know. listening to the Cigar Authority this weekend, very similar conversations.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah. God I can't yeah, I can see yeah. Okay. Well we'll stop no, it, there. It, it, yeah.
2: Um Jonathan was talking about what him and his girlfriend have been into lately. Oh god. And Ooh. they also mentioned that there is now a new mare for men. So okay, okay, so the binder for this yeah, cigar is a Dominican oh, Republic.
0: Yeah, so it, the extra, yeah, it we got a really,
2: It was on the number one cigar podcast this conversation. I figured it was yeah. relevant to ours.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, true, true that. So uh, the wrapper is Brazilian, of course. The uh, binder, Dominican Republic, and the filler, Dominican, and uh, get ready, Zimbabwe,
1: Zimbabwe,
0: Zimbabwe. Uh, the Zimbabwe tobacco um, is a strong tobacco. It's not a. Uh, it's more of a fuller body tobacco, almost like a Lajero, if you will, in a sense of we'll just say on the Dominican side. Uh, but it is smokier, so you'll have a little bit more of a smoke coming off the cigar itself uh, with that particular tobacco on the inside. Um, and uh, John, I don't what's a, what's the price point of this right here? Do you have any? Is, I don't do have recall? it. Written,
2: well, actually, I do have it written down in front of me.
0: I figured you did,
2: unless uh, you
0: and your meticulous self. I, I was or,
2: sharing my desk with my girlfriend here, and okay. uh, there, there we go.
0: There you go. Uh, let's see here. <sighs> I'm gonna get Sorry,
2: people, I forgot I have a camera. Uh, Ten. A, um, something like that. Christoph guardrail. We're, we're smoking the robusto. Are we? Wow. Does it, that robusto is like the size of a toro. Sure is.
0: Right. It sure is. Heck. And is. then they
2: do offer it in a um, six sixty also. Mm-hmm. Okay. And nine seventy nine.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, memory. I got uh, yeah nine seventy nine. So that's that's pretty good for us because uh, the um, estimated retail price for all these right here are over ten bucks. So right. yeah, so you got well, to- it's
2: nine seventy nine, and it doesn't discount at Cigars and More. Sometimes okay. when you buy, you know, when I did the receipt here, we bought our ten plus cigars. Normally you get five percent off. Actually, we might have twenty cigars on here, okay. uh, and it that one didn't discount there are certain cigars that cigars and more that are exempt from discount and points. Okay.
0: Yeah. So we got three sizes on this right here. The Robusto Churchill Matador, the Matador normally a thicker type ring gauge somewhere close by about a 60 ring gauge is by six. Um, and uh, yeah, so we're going to do the Robusto, which is five and a half by 54. The Toro in this size is seven by 50. Right. So, it's a, so it's almost like a Churchill, if you will. So um, it's a, or it's actually a Churchill, but, I, they hadn't got a Toro, so your Robusto is like a Toro. That's what I meant. So sorry well, about uh, that.
1: Gary, get the lighting up.
0: It, brother, I'm Let's already it. in it. Hey, uh, Devin, uh, if you will, your um, your input on the band.
1: You, oh, you, you beat me. I was literally thinking, I got to start talking. He's got a light. I got to get him in this. Please. The guardrail, this beautiful band right here, it, uh, it's got a matte black. Uh, and it's got kind of a rustic kind of aged silver but it is still metallic and then the name is in the mat and it's sealed in the back it's pretty standard i would say it fits a good biker feel to it really well not to mention it being you know in the maduro look and tone and everything like that the pigtail on mine didn't spin off very well um so i am not a fan of a good pigtail that doesn't pop off very well very so good. i had to do a little bit of extra surgery to it very good but overall, the original taste of this thing pulling is dark and deep, and I chose a libation to kind of complement it. That's something a little lighter, lighter hearted.
0: There is a picture of the motorcycle handlebars on the front. There is yes. in in the light, though. I can't tell what that is in the
1: headlight though. It looks Can like it see? says
0: RC. RC. Okay. RCR, oh. RC? Okay.
1: Yeah, maybe something like that. Okay. All right.
2: I have the image here on my computer in front of me. Pull it up. Let's see it. Trying to
0: God, this thing smells good. Wow, this thing's got a good smell to it. Whoa. I'm not too much for smelling cigars in the sense of the direct smoke. Very nice though.
2: It's a compact version of the Kristoff logo, maybe. Okay. Okay. And then it does have Glenn Case's signature above the headlight.
0: Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Good deal. Yeah. yeah I just I, thought I, there was I, something in there. I just didn't know what it was. Okay.
2: Yeah. I'm, st- I'm still suffering when I'm using StreamYard the memory eating problem. So I'm, I can't share screens. I'm actually utilizing three different computers right now. So.
1: You know, I heard of another uh, uh, broadcaster. They had to, they just canned it completely because they just got sick of it. Anyway, so the libation of choice tonight, everybody. You
0: caught me off guard with that one, Dale. Goodness.
2: I'm enjoying a Samuel Adams, just the haze, non-alcoholic. What? Well, that's good. And it reminds me a lot of a uh, a blue moon. So. I'm assuming Interesting. The, cigar, the cigar thing offsets the uh, feminism of the blue moon.
1: <laughs> I was going to do Red Bull, Red Bull and vodka. But <laughs> well, tonight's libation brought to you by Whiskey Tobacco Fellowship is uh, Kirkland Signature Blended Scotch Whiskey. It is a, you can buy it at Costco. It is a wonderfully cheap swill. It has a nice light flavor. Uh, if it's all you're drinking tonight, Drink that if you drink anything better before you drink this, you will not want to drink this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so is now- that like the uh purple passion, um, for pre gaming before you go out to have <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, we were at um, we were at Hop City yesterday, the uh, Arca Fire Gaming Network crew, and we we were drinking beer. We were just fine smoking cigars. And then uh, one of my guys brought out an incredibly expensive Wellers and decided to share it a little bit with uh, the four of us. And we took I took sips of it, and everybody's loving it, just oohing and aahing over it. And then I was like, you know what? I got some of this over here in my flask. So I pull it out and pour it in my glass a little bit. And every, Even me, I taste it and went. This is absolute trash compared to what I was just sipping. Wow. Like it, it tastes like complete trash. That's why cheap swill. I'm a swill connoisseur, Gary, John. Oh, I'm okay. a Swill connoisseur mm. because I'm I've sure. tried so much of it. I'm trying to find something that is budget friendly, right. still good. And I think really. I've only found two brands so far in blended scotch that I really like.
0: That now, in that particular, is that a bourbon or a whiskey? Uh, it's a blended scotch. You said blended scotch, too. Yep, yep. I didn't know necessarily whether that was a blended scotch. I just thought you were talking about blended scotch.
1: No, no. It's actually scotch. called Kirkland Signature Blended Scotch Whiskey. Blended scotch Whiskey. Okay. The skilled, distilled and matured in Scotland. You know, it's only 40% by volume, so it's it's 80 proof. So sure. it's it's pretty low-key, matured in American oak casks. Well, so good. it's 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 pretty low-key. It's a nice alternative to 100 Pipers, my other swill.
0: You know, what is it about whiskeys and scotches and all of that now? And I've noticed it more current than I have in the past. Because in the past, it used to be that they would put age on the bottles. They put 12, 8, 10. And now, you don't see that.
1: You no, don't you see a whole lot of age. you only see that on the... The good stuff, like the oh, average. The other stuff, it. they're producing so much of it, they don't bother with it anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's it. just a, if you've got an age on a bottle, it's usually a good bottle.
0: Okay. Okay. Interesting.
1: So, what um, are you thinking so far of this stick, Gary?
0: I'm liking it. I'm liking the heck out of it. Uh, it's got a, uh, it has a good start. Uh, it wasn't hardly any spice at all. Oh, yeah. Market. I'm going to get none. I mean smooth, dude. For a nine bucks stick and and I get that out of it, I'm expecting for a nine dollar stick, I'm expecting a pop and then the smooth off. Um because it's wanting all that flavor at first, and it's got that it's got a few full-bodied leaves or maybe medium body leaves on the inside, or yeah. maybe a thick wrapper saying, Hey, here I am, type thing. And no, I'm not getting it at all. And I'm thinking, uh, I was actually listening to the rep at the, uh, at the show. And, uh, and he was saying that the Zimbabwe stuff, he says, you don't, you don't just roll that. He said, you've got to do a little, I don't necessarily know what you have to, he said, but it was a challenge to get this, to be blended in with everything else needed to be to, 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 in order to get the flavor it had. Um, so very, but I'm very pleased so far. You know, I don't know what the ratio is of Zimbabwe, it is to
1: You know to what I'd anything. like to try, Gary? You know, what's that? I'd like to try a full Zimbabwe cigar, like binder, wrapper, filler, everything. Yeah. Just just to know exactly what the tobacco tastes like. You know, like okay. this is Zimbabwe cigar, one hundred percent through and through. Right.
0: right, right.
1: Because you were talking about being pipe esque or yeah. you know, using kind of pipe tobacco. Okay. And I can taste it because pipe tobacco's got that that kind of not really sweet in the mm. dark range, but it's got that it's got that dark and then mellows out. And the way you really get the flavor to punch you in the face is yeah. you got to do a, multiple puffs at one time. Because mm. I was doing that while you were talking, I went, I'm, "I'm just not getting a lot of." Oh, there it is. You know, one of those kind of things. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Almost hit you on the back end, doesn't? it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so far good good burn. I like the burn. Ash is a little, uh, it is a little dark, but at the same time, I think uh, the draw is good. Yeah. Uh, and I did just like you did. And I'm not sure about John. Johnny, have you smoked this yet? You got this. You smoked it earlier? <laughs> smoked that?
2: No, I've smoked about
0: 10, 15 of them. Dang. You what like you it think, that much? Money?
2: I like I like cigars. I I like that it's a little bit different. Or excuse me, I like Christoph cigars. Okay, That's better. And That's better. Of, course of course I like cigars. I was, I was like, like, we know
1: you like cigars. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. John I, hates cigars. I really but he's wanted doing to try this when I first heard about it a year ago, mm. and when it came in, I had to get one of the first, and it was good. And I've enjoyed a few of them. I don't know if it's really ten or fifteen, but wow. I've. I've smoked quite a few of them in in that new Esteban Herrera, the devil's hand two best cigars. I think that I've, that were released within the last six, eight months that I've had.
1: See, funny is I didn't catch you to, I didn't think of you to uh, put this in a top one for you. I
2: really didn't. For some reason, I just didn't think this was, I don't know if I would say it's a top one for me, but we have a limited selection of Christoph's really. Uh, the Woodlawn 685. Oh, yes. Um, that's just a little too much money to smoke all the time. Right. Ooh, that's a goodie. It's a great cigar. Sure it is. And the Maduro is my favorite, and we don't have the Maduro. The Sumatra is a good fallback. Uh, we do have the Maduros in these, these like, Petite Robusto or Petite Coronas. Which are really nice when it's getting to be about four forty-five, five o'clock on a Sunday, and I'm closing at six. I'll grab one of those maybe, but now I just think of what's available in our Christop- present Christoph selection at Cigars More two eighty. The guardrail is just a good fallback.
0: Mm, I would gr- uh, I would agree there. I would yeah, say I
2: the Devil's Hand from Esteban's better. But
0: really. Really? If, yeah. if you
2: guys have that at Mountain Brook, give that one a try. If okay. you like the Esteban Herrera stuff.
0: Yeah, we're not that fancy there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I don't know. I remember talking to the Esteban rep a couple of well, a couple of years ago. It might have actually been during COVID. And no, it couldn't have been during COVID because I was doing inventory. I was doing inventory over in Trustville. and he was there, and he was complaining that we don't sell move a lot of Estebans. Yeah, and I kind of said something. And he agreed with me because our placement for Esteban Herrera is on the floor and it's just a horrible position to be in. Right. And I do support. And I've said for years and I've even talked to Jason. I talked to Jason about it years ago and he kind of agreed with me that we definitely should charge a little bit for shelf placement, kind of like grocery stores do. Agreed. But also talking to Jonathan Nelson, he goes, no, we won't do that. Right. Very simple. Jason's Kristoff's get eye-level, you know, positioning because right. he's given us money for <laughs> shelf spacing. Yeah. Oliva all of a sudden moves to the floor. You know? Right.
0: So. Right. Right. Correct. Money talks. And cigars right. on the floor walk.
2: That's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, they don't. They just kind of ferment.
0: <laughs> sit yeah, there. They do. just sort, sort of sit there, right? Yeah, that's it.
1: They regrow into leaves back into the ground. Yeah. Uh, there you go. <laughs> there you are. Uh, I also, FYI, this, uh, today's episode is brought to you by Vitola Fine Cigars. Yes, it and, is. Uh, smokingunderground.com. Ding-da-ding.
2: Ding-da-da. Is that, Which no, VitolaFineCigars.com. You can place your order for cigars. That is a real-time inventory of cigars and more 280, ironically. And orders more than $50 uh, shipped to you free. Uh, so I suggest to even... You know, got a lot of people that come in. Oh, I drove an hour here. I'm in Coleman or I'm in, you know, they're, they're not that far from the shop. Jeez, why do you make this special trip, you know, and because you're not coming in enjoying the lounge. You're coming in and picking up cigars. Maybe you do like the shop, but you can just go ahead and order five cigars and save yourself the gas money. that may Get six cigars in. But,
0: well, there's uh, probably a reason for that, John.
2: Uh, well, I, I know there's a reason for that. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes they're bringing that reason with them. Yeah. Usually they're dropping them off at the summit so they can yeah. shop. Right. <laughs> right.
1: Right. Yeah. And sometimes John, I just leave. John home. says uh, keep the ad read short. Yeah.
0: There you go. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> Uh, so
1: the subject we wanted to get into, besides yeah. how great this cigar is, and I think John, this is going to grow on me. And you know yeah. how you told me to do the purple people eater with the shirkin. I feel like I want to try this with the shirkin. I know it's hard to do with the with the pigtail. Oh, good call. But I'd like to try to find a way to do that.
2: That would be a tough cigar, uh, even if even without the pigtail, because you can carefully pop that pigtail off and end up huh. with a kind of a roundish end. Yeah. Maybe it'd be a shirkin with a slight punch in the middle, right? But if the shape's not, I think that conducive because while it's not uh, a soft box press or anything, it's still not a perfectly round cigar. Yeah,
1: it. it I'll, I will tell you, this cigar is a little. It's very soft. It's very mushy's not the right word. That's very derogatory towards the cigar, but it's definitely not that tight, compact stuff like you see, like an Alfonso or something. It's it's kind of looseish. But uh, that doesn't downgrade any of the quality, I would say.
0: Not mine. Mine's tight. Mine, I'm mine's smoking
1: a, really fast, and I'm actually trying to slow down. I know I'm not really? slowing down, but
0: yeah, mine's yeah, mine's uh, yeah, mine's got a nice little tightness to it. There, it's not bad.
1: Like a twigger.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Cause so, it's in Boston,
1: Gary, um, this story that you want to tell us, I, I'd love to oh, hear a good detail of it. A condensed, God. I should say, a condensed highlight reel of the magic that happened with this story.
0: Okay. Well, first of all, before I get into that right there, I thought that in this particular instance, this cigar right here is still smooth, by the way. Right. I, I'm thoroughly enjoying this. Um, being the Zimbabwe on the, uh, uh, on the filler here, I was expecting because it's somewhat of the same region, if you will, sort of the same atmosphere, if you will, Right. Uh, and, and along that area, um, I thought I was going to get more of a Cameroon type flavor okay. and I'm not, and I'm very, because Cameroon's got a, has, has a nice little cedar sweetness to it, but it's got a bite. It's got a nice little spice to it Right. and I'm not getting that. So anyway, I was very surprised in this. This is a good smoke, dude. It's still silk. I still not got a bite off this. So, dude, this is, uh, you, it's a, it's a dark, to,
1: it's a it's, dark silk. It's a very right. dark silk.
0: Very nice. And, and very, uh, a, and this has also got a hint of dark chocolate in it too. I'm, I'm tasting that. Yeah. My, yeah
1: I'm, I'm seeing that now. You're right. Yeah.
0: So, uh, very, very tasty, man. Um, so in, in getting to this right here, so my, um, so I worked uh Vitola, of course, this past Saturday, right? So we had this guy come in and uh this gentleman come in and, um, um, and, uh, Asian guy comes in, of course, you know, he's smiling as they all do. And, uh, and he comes in and, uh, he's, he's, uh, you know, sort of paused there at the counter and I said, yeah, how can I help you? You know? And he says, uh, he said, I would, you know, I would, I would like to look around. I said, oh yeah, sure. Go right ahead. So anyway, goes, Gets uh, about three, four sticks, comes back, sits down or, or pays for them, goes back in the lounge, sits down. But later on, he comes in, he comes in from the lounge holding a cigar. And so, well, this is a perfect opportunity because we got, uh, you know, we got Wes there, uh, our favorite paraplegic. Um, and Wes there is, uh, is easily friended, befriended by anybody, you know, yeah, he he's, he, he's just one of those kind of guys, you know? Yeah. He's in his wheelchair and dude, I mean, when he starts talking to you, you, just want to go out, you know, just melt right into him, you know? So right. anyway, this guy comes in. So, and we just, you know, berate him in welcome and saying, you know, because we could tell the broken English and, uh, and next thing you know, he sits down and he looks up at us and he says, yeah, he says, I am former CAO rep of Asia. And of course, you know, that perks me up and I'm like, Whoa, this is regional. This is over, this is a doubt under, if you will, you know? So I'm thinking, Oh man, this is juice. So anyway, um, yeah. So he and I get to talking and, uh, the, and I really, I, I had, he, he was going to be here till tomorrow. I would have liked to have gotten him on today, but I threw him an email. He told me to email him. And I did that Tuesday night and hadn't heard anything from him yet.
1: You didn't do and it in kanji. That's why
0: I guess. so. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Midnight Express, something like that. Um, so, uh, yeah. So he, he says, Hey man, I would, I, I, and I asked him, I said, uh, yeah, can you get on the podcast? I'd love to have you on whatever. So anyway, no show. So you got to go with me, but uh, very, very interesting. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the particular culture of cigars, uh, cigar smoking over there is unlike over here. completely. completely. tell me about it, dude. Okay. So we're just sort of sitting around here, just shooting a bull. And what are we talking about? We're talking about blends. We're talking about flavor. We're talking characteristics. We're talking about basically a, um, uh, conglomerate or a, uh, a, 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 nice montage of the cigar and the, um, and the history of it, uh, in, in the making of it right over right. there. No, don't care. Don't give a rip.
1: So he like made that. a point to tell you that they definitely don't talk about that kind of stuff.
0: They don't, they, they could care two cents about where the cigar is made, how the cigar tastes What anything like how it tastes, wait, 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 how it tastes. No, 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 No. I don't care how it tastes. Don't care what the flavor is. You give me a brand, a brand. That's what they're looking for. And he made it. He said it himself. You know, I kind of feel kind of weird saying this right here. So, but at the same time, I do have a chip with the Chinese right now. Be honest with you. Uh, so, and, and even he said, he said, if it wasn't for the quote unquote, he, he said, if it wasn't for the damn Chinaman that would come in here and do what they did, he said it would be a totally different story. Wow. And what it is, is he says, you've got all these China businessmen and he said, they come in and he says, you're looking at the non Cuban, uh, I'm sorry, uh, the non, um, uh, uh, the non-Cuban if you will all of that is secondary they don't care about the CAOs they don't care about the, Christophs, the, right. the the they don't care about any of that stuff they go Cuban okay so you've got this small humidor over here and not to mention you, there's only if you will uh, he says in Singapore which is where he was from Right. he says that there are I think that there are five shops in Singapore and he says you in uh, the uh, the rate of which all of that's uh, government owned on top of that. It's, it's, it's all government uh, governed, if you will. So right. all of that is is you don't do anything without the government's approval and you don't walk here, do here or, you know. So he says, you've got just a small place to smoke. Yeah. A very, very small place, not not big. And uh, he's looking at Batola and, and just the area, if, if any of you have been in Batola, the shop area right there isn't but about, I don't know, maybe 200, 300 square feet, maybe. Okay. Not a lot at all. He said, that's the whole shop. He said, that's, that's what you're looking at. And he says, you've got Cubans. And he said, you've got a small area of non-Cubans. And he said, when the when the guys come in there, he said they want to impress their friends. They want to impress their uh, their business partners. And he says they come in and they say, we want a Cuban, or uh, uh, Cohiba, we want a Partagas, we want a, a Monte Cristo, we want that. And right. that's that's what they come in and that's all they do. These guys are paying minimum. Minimum. These guys are paying five hundred. To fifteen, sometimes even five thousand a piece for these things. Jeez! And and I'm like, you got to be kidding! He says, no. And he said they will drop a dime. He said they will lay it down. He said, and no big deal. And it's all your big businessmen from China doing this stuff. This is where your big business guys are, right? And he says they're all treating this, this, uh, you know, this, this thing. And they want to impress, and they want to upstage one another as they go. And he says, as you upstage, the more you go, the more you are. Um, he he let me see in his... He had a picture uh, of a cigar factory uh, in that area over there that was the king, pretty much, of that area right there. Five stories tall. Five-story cigar shop. Okay. And, I mean, it was... It, it was it was a very small area, but it went up and you could I mean, it's it just quite amazing on the type of a uh, on the type of lifestyle that they did. Uh, I can't do it justice about what he was talking about over there. It's, it's just it's mind blowing that the kind of stuff that happens over there as far as the government goes and trying to go through the hoops of trying to open any of that stuff up over there um in the uh, you could say the the particular area um of a cigar shop uh, over there would be equivalent to one cigar shop in atlanta and so that's that's what you're looking at as far as the equivalency goes amazing amazing um again this is you know i can't do it justice and i can't remember everything he said but but the, the particular culture over there is all this. You don't go in any cigar shop dress like we are now. Right. No shorts. You don't have a collared shirt on. You're going to have a tie. You're going to have a suit. You're going to, in all of that. And, uh, and you don't eat and smoke cigars. You don't do that. You, you go to a, you go to a, a separate place to do what you do, you know, there. Um, Can they
1: even smoke inside the place.
0: They do, but it's very, very, very few. He said, "There's probably four places in the whole in that whole area, that state over there that you can smoke, and that's it." And that's said, terrible. Yeah, it's awful. It's awful, awful, awful. Um, very governed, and, uh, and and yeah, they don't they don't like any of that. It's all political, so right. it's who it's not what you know. It's who you know. You know, in order to get stuff done. And, uh, it's, it's, uh, you know, if you're going to open one of these things up, you better, you better know somebody and pay them off to get it done. Yeah. No wonder they have to charge so much for cigars. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, man. it's, it's nuts. Um, yeah, it's, it's man, it's crazy. Uh, I, I, God, I just wish he could, I wish he could have come on here, man. And, and well, tell us you your mouth would just. Message well, maybe China.
2: Say, maybe we can track him down. I mean, this is the internet. If we can get him on StreamYard here, it doesn't matter. We don't have to worry about international calling. He just has to worry about the Chinese government. Well, to
1: my brothers and sisters of the leaf in China, you need to come to America and enjoy a stick with us. Yeah, You can just sit back and enjoy, get a good price, have a good
2: drink, have a good conversation. No judgment. Well, what Gary was saying about pricing is something I've alluded to every now and then on here, especially in relation or, er, um, uh, and relate er, I can't think of what I want to use, but with Cuban cigars. So, so I did a quick look up here about a year ago, half wheel did an article comparing prices in Spain right? on Cuban cigars. Yeah. Uh, so this is mid 2022, cool to pr- about a year to two years prior so 2020 maybe even going back to 2018 uh, Cohiba Esidos uh, es-
0: yeah respondidos yeah yes
2: yeah. previously 30 43 point 43 euros 44 euros now uh, now a year ago they were 96 euros uh, wow. Cohiba Lanceros, previously. 35 euros, now 71 euros. Right. Uh, the Siglo 2, previously 17.4 uh, euros, now 37 euros. You get into the uh Beheke version of the Cohibas, uh, the BHK-52, previously 55 euros, now 118 euros. The wow. 56, previously 69.5 euros, now 166 euros. And keep in mind, I I, don't, I can't think. Is, is the euro roughly a buck fifty now? I, don't, I
1: think so, something like that. It's between a uh, dollar thirty and dollar forty five, uh, I think. I don't make it much, so I'm just. I
2: don't and so, um, and then they got into some of the most popular, the uh, Trinidad Collection, uh, Habanos, uh I'm on, sorry okay. with my Spanish. I didn't ever Castelldia. Casadilla. 300% increase, 75 uh, euro to 300 euro. Jeez. Cohiba Robusto Reservas, uh, 233% increase, 75 euros to 250 euros.
0: Oh.
2: And this, this is Cuban cigars. So if what I mentioned last in the last episode that just came out, that we're now allowed – through a certain company, etc., you can buy a brand-new American car in Cuba. You have to jump through hoops, which to me means we're slowly opening up. So all of a sudden, Cuban cigars are going to land in America. There's already massive demand for them with the Chinese. Yeah, yeah. Now all of a sudden, you open it up to Americans. It doesn't matter. None none of us are going to be able to afford a Cuban, even if they do come the uh, Monte, Monte Cristo on on Hadios Churchills up 57, almost 58 uh, percent from 19 euro to 30 euro. So now about the least expensive thing you're going to deal with here is still 50 or 60 bucks a cigar. And we've had commenters say that, you know, they balk at ten dollars or more for a cigar. That's kind of getting into the Cuban Cigar prices coming to America, but it is because of the Chinese. And I'm kind of with Gary. Um, I'm actually working a business proposal for a kind of a men's high-end gift shop with zero Chinese content. Nothing will come from China, and that's that's a lot harder to do than you. you,
1: you yeah. <laughs> believe. Yeah, I bet it
0: is. Now, I uh, I just ran across some stats over here. Fixing the this fix to blow your freaking mind. Okay. So in the U S market back in 2020, uh, the Cuban cigar sales of the U S market, uh, back in 2020 topped 531 million. Right. So, uh, that's okay. And of course they're illegal here, so you can't get them right. Well, uh, in China, uh, in 20, uh, in 2020, uh the Chinese Habano's essay the China uh the China sales back in twenty twenty. Are you ready? Okay. Fifteen billion. Shoot. That's stupid. Stupid. Yeah. That's that's nuts. That's fifteen billion. And I mean, even even if we open the borders up over here for four Cubans, we can't touch fifteen billion worth. We just we can't in cigars. No way. I saw those cats laying it down, man. Just 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 killing it. And Habano's SA is just racking up. They are just killing it right now. That's amazing, man. That is amazing. Amazing. So anyway.
2: Kyle in the comments does say do you like Cubans? Can you actually tell the difference? I've went on record multiple times in the past. I'm not impressed with Cubans. I've never, I don't seek them out. Matter of fact, and a lot of times when people give me Cubans, I will keep them and give them away. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, they, they just mm. don't impress me. I've never been that, that big on, on them. Uh, I believe part of it is everything from Cuban and is a Cuban Puro, and there's just not exciting flavors or the flavors aren't as exciting as what we can get
1: mm.
2: from yeah. the manufacturers that are available to us. Now, as telling them apart, we could go into a three hour show to give you a lot of.
1: <laughs> yeah, we could uh,
2: try, and we still can't even guarantee it's correct. And it's not whether or not there's three lines of dots or four lines of dots on a Kahiba when the, the lady in Miami on South Beach is selling it to you. Right. You guys, what's your opinion to answer Kyle's questions there?
1: Go ahead, Dave. So I can't say I've ever had a. <sighs> Legit Cuban handed to me, this is a Cuban from Cuba. Uh, The only experience that I know that I've had is, and I've told this story before, is from Christian Aroa, who says the seed they use to make their uh, Aroa 20th year is Cuban seed. Yes, sir. That one is amazing, and I absolutely love it. Now, if all Cubans tasted like that, I'd be a Cuban fanatic, but... yeah. From the way I've heard people describe them, real ones from this to that to even Cohiba, Cohiba, the brand, makes good sticks. But obviously, there's some controversy behind actual Cuban tobacco Mm. versus just being the seed and grown. So I can't really have a a true opinion on it. And honestly, I think a lot of people can't actually have a good opinion on it either because a lot of people, you don't know if you're getting a real one anymore. I mean, it's just... I don't know. People say, yeah, I had a Cuban. It was excellent. I'm like, do you know you had a Cuban? Or did somebody just say it was a Cuban and sold it to you? Great point, Dev. So I can't verify with anybody if what they're smoking is actually a Cuban. Now, I've met Christian Aroa, and that's what he told me about the 20th. So I'm prone to believe him on that. And if there's any, any point, minute point, that Cuban tastes somewhat like that, like a pure Cuban, then sure, I'm a big Cuban fanatic. But having no real experience, I, I I couldn't tell you. And I'm okay with not knowing. I'll be completely honest with you. As much as I'd love to be in Cuba, see him at the fields, and then see the cigars and go, I'd like to try that, that's probably never going to happen in my lifetime.
0: <laughs> uh, Well, first of all, just to get this out of the way right there, if you ever want to go to Cuba, you let me know. Okay. If you okay. ever want to? If you ever want to go, let me know. I got your hookup. Okay. Good to know. So, um, and and you're in your prime too, because you're single, you know, and you can you can go over there and experience a very, uh, anyway, lively time, if
1: you will. Wow, um, yeah. wow, this show just churned to a whole different yeah. tone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you, you <were, laughs> and in, if you in, come
2: in, up missing, nobody's gonna notice. Yeah. It. Yeah, oh and, yeah. oh. Nah, you you and John won't for the stab, the final you stab
1: can. and turn.
0: Yeah, you won't come up missing, but uh but uh, you might be working in a field somewhere. <laughs> uh but uh now when it comes when it comes to Cubans, Kyle, um I I I ride the fence a lot because there is a uh, there was a time where I I didn't I didn't care for Cubans a whole lot. I just right. didn't. And the main reason was, was the, um, the aura around it, you know, uh, the reputation, oh, I'm Cuban and, uh, you, you, you know, I've got a Cuban, I'm smoking a Cuban, uh, oh, all that kind of crap, you know, yeah. and to, uh, and to sort of go along John's, uh, sort of, sort of take a, a book out of John, uh, out of John here. Um, there is a, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to divert just to give you some more of a contrast, Okay, so we got a doctor that comes in. I had a doctor that comes in two hundred and eighty. He used to pull his Porsche Carrera racing right in front of the right in front of the, the, the door. You know, white um, man, sharp man, got the big wide tires on, ready to go around the track, ready to go, man, sharp, right, man, good looking thing. He gets out. And of course, Doc Appel basically I uh, he said, "Hey, Doc, how's it going?" Blah blah blah. I said, "Hey, how you like your car?" And he said, "I hate it." And I said, "Really?" He said, "Yes." He said, "It rides like a wagon." He said, it's, "He said, hey, he said your kidneys just just are are literally bleeding when you're getting out of this thing." And he well, says, "I think that's a statement right there." You know, and and of course, John can I think John can verify this, but when, you know, when you're looking at a race car or something like that you're wanting to fill every inch of the road. You want, you know, and that's what that car is made for. It's right. not made for touring. It's not made for, you know, and all of that kind of stuff. Anyway, all that to say, the Cuban looks great. And, yeah, and a lot of guys get it because I smoke Cubans and I smoke right. nothing, whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. well, I tell you what, if you drive up in a 2023 Bentley, I might be impressed, you know. And even then, I'd have to say, you know, where'd you get it? We're
1: not clout chasers around here. I mean, the the fame of a cigar, the the prestige of, I got the, it doesn't mean anything because it's merit, it's meritocracy, so to speak. It's, is your stick good? Is it accessible? Can we try it? I mean, that's the the real American spirit behind cigar smoking that I think everybody who's
0: truly into the hobby understands. Very good. So in saying that, okay, I had a good friend of mine, very close, like a brother, Um, he had one of his friends go to the factory. Okay. He went to the factory and he had a factory tour and he bought while he was down there. And he asked me while he was down there, he said, Hey, he said, what's, what's good. So I told him, I said, well, try this, this and this next thing, you know, he comes back with that particular blend or these particular blends. Okay. So, I'm just, you know, I'm smoking them. They're good. They are. They're very good. And there was about fifteen of them, and I'm smoking them. They're very good. And then I got down to the Particus D number two. It's a red band, and you can look it up on the internet, or whatever. Anyway, and the Particus not necessarily had me, you know, blown away because the majority of the ones that I've had were fake, and you right. could tell it, right? So I said, well, just give me some part of this number two. So anyway, so he did that. So I got, I was down to the last five part of this number twos. I go out here, get on the lawnmower. And I said, well, that's all I got. So I said, let me go ahead and do that. So I popped that in my mouth. I lit it up, got on the lawnmower and I started cutting right there. And I guess probably I got about one or two rounds cutting right there. And I stopped and I said, okay, I'm done. And I said, and I sat, I come back up on my porch and I enjoyed that cigar. That was good. It was very tasty. And I milked those things and I milked them. And to be honest with you, to 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 to, to this day, uh it tasted um very, very comparable to an Opus X or a uh, if you and I compromised the Opus X to the Andalusian bull. Uh, Interesting. Very, yes, okay. Very, yeah, very comparable to those two particular blends. Very comparable. And if no. I didn't know any better, I would say it was even better than those two blends. So, okay. um, but I, you know, in, in doing that, I said, hey, I don't know what they've done to these right here, but boy, somebody put honey in these things. They were delicious. <laughs> they were, I mean, stupid good. So, uh, in saying that, I've had my share of Cubans, uh, and I I, I like... I like the, the fact um, that it's, it's different. Uh, Cuba does not mix their stuff. You will not hear of a Cuban with Dominican. You'll not hear you know, uh, of it coming out of Cuba being made. You're always going to have a Cuban Puro wrapper, right. binder, and filler. That's always. Whether it's Maduro, a Magico Maduro, Bacoiba, or not, <laughs> it's going to be a Cuban Puro. So I I enjoy some of the stuff. It's good, you know, Uh, but I like the diversity of the non-Cuban. I love that diversity. And to me, it's the artistic or the the artesian um, uh, um, way uh, in which they do it. I like uh, the way that the guys' uh, proprietors mix their stuff and find different tobaccos to mix and, and play with it and make it mesh, and make it go. And people like Christian Aroa, who literally takes that stuff and runs with it and says, hey, you can have that Cuban crap. Man, we got our stuff over here that's just as good, and it is. Right. It's
1: now, good. I am hooked on the the, the Aroa brand. I remember the first time I had one, it's when I think the the Dark came out, or maybe it was already out, and I just saw it. but Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious! Yes, sir. I was hooked yeah. at that point, and Freak yeah, I have I have not stopped. It is I'm a big Padron fanatic. Like I really like Padron, yeah. and I got to say, as far as the amount of attention on a particular brand, Aroa has surpassed Padron in my attention. The amount of attention I've given to its particular brand of cigar.
0: Well, that means John's going to be taping this issue right here. He will be holding it, and this will be on file with you saying that.
1: <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I, Padron is what I grew up with. Padrone's the first cigar I ever had. Love the thing to death. And Padron and Aroa are the two mainstays of my humidor. Every right. single time. There's got to be Padrones and Aroa's and, and in there. Cool.
0: Cool. Very good. Yeah, I'm a bigger Roa fan myself, and uh, and you know I've been to the factory, and man, I'm telling you, those guys know how to do it. Right. They know how to do it. So, but yeah, Kyle, to answer your question, it's yeah, it's it's <laughs> sort of mixed, to be honest with you. I mean, that's um, they're they're they make some great blends. Uh, I also like the Cuban heritage. I I I just love that because it's rooted. Uh, it's work. It's hard work. Uh, anytime you get a 1955 Packard down there and it's all original, you know, that to me is just kind of, I don't know, that's just kind of cool. And that, that's, um, I don't know, that's, that's sort of reflective of the, of the Cuban heritage down there and what they do. Unfortunately, it's all government ran, you know, and, uh, you know, so
1: to put a button on all this, um, Gary, to come back to the guardrail here, I'm at about the two inch mark and. No joke. I just I just had a flavor change. The the middle was kind of, yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's good. It's it, it's good. It's okay. It's good. It's you know, back and forth. I just hit this spot right here mm. and it just like opened up to flavors that, wow, like really good right here at the end.
0: Now, I have to ask you this, Dev. Uh, is the is the live motion you're having with it, is it mixing well with that?
1: It is not not mixing well. It's it's a good one. Um, I probably would select something a bit with a bit more spice to it as far as mm. the libation is concerned, mm. but it's not distracting from it. What I like to do is take a little bit of this and then just take a swill, take a swig of this and just kind of let it sit in my mouth and enjoy the flavors and then come back. And now that we're at this point where it's changing a bit, they're going together really well. I've always wanted to ask John this. And now the before down.
2: you ask me a question,
1: Okay,
0: go ahead.
2: I just want to say, we're nearing the end of this show, and we're live streaming for the first time in four or five months. Whew. I would like said it at the beginning of the show, but let me say it again. Anybody who's watching the show right now who really enjoys the live stream, uh, please comment because we might consider doing more of these. Exactly. Uh, I would like a little bit of feedback. What's your question, Gary?:
0: John, what is your favorite libation with cigar? Don't say water. <laughs>
2: water is my least favorite libation on the planet.
1: <laughs>
2: um, um, my statement on water is, I don't care what you tell me about anything else, 100% of people who drink water die. But, <sighs> Gary, <laughs> I Good have to Lord. My my favorite libation, well, my oh. favorite beverage, because I really don't drink that much is this the Starbucks mocha frappuccino oh, that you very introduced nice. me to. right uh, there yeah. and it's got to be the bottled I you know yeah. occasionally I used to bring you one from Starbucks yes, totally different did. experience it's got to be the you. little bottle pre-made stuff
0: Come on, Come on. Uh,
2: I don't drink that much and yeah. I, I do find myself when I drink scotches and whiskeys and vodkas and tequilas and I'm almost fighting myself to drink them to go alongside, you know, while I'm having the cigar or anything. So it's almost yeah. a distraction right. from the cigar. I do enjoy these uh Hard Mountain Dews that I pick up when I'm doing uh, audits in Tennessee, but that's no different really than drinking a Mountain Dew with a cigar and technically to me a Mountain Dew doesn't add anything to the cigar.
1: Right.
2: So something that adds and complements a cigar. Is your fault, Gary? Is the uh, Starbucks uh, mocha frappuccinos. All right.
1: Yeah, and we will be doing in the future. I'm, I've been getting up a list from friends and myself and everybody about pairings, and we're going to try to do a whole episode on pairings and like legit, you know, Maduro with this and, you know, sungrown with that and the alternatives. And, you know, we're, we, we plan on doing something pretty elaborate with it. Uh, But we're just collecting data. So if you've got recommendations, if you've got like, you know that not a Starbucks, but maybe like a a Dunkin' Donuts one with this particular stick is better than a Starbucks one with this stick. Or this whiskey versus this whiskey. If you have a recommendation from personal experience, feel free to email the show
2: um, and let us know. Tell us what cigar, what drink. And we might just throw that together. You know, sometimes we're looking for cigars to smoke and tell us what cigars you want us to smoke.
0: Yeah, please, because I mean John just gets John just gets just his wheels just get the grinding and he goes, Okay, all right, all right. What which way do we go?
1: Now I will have a caveat to that is if you've got a cigar that uh, Vitola fine cigars doesn't carry, you mention that, but if you have one that's comparable that we do carry Feel free to mention
2: that as well. Uh, as more information, the better. I'm actually really considering buying some stuff that we don't carry Ooh, and, and look doing you. some samples of that. Because we can't narrow it down to stuff I feel that we carry. Right. I mean, we've got to expand a little bit and we we can go, hey, wait, we're smoking um, a Toscano. And we do sell this cigar that might be similar. There's nothing similar to a Cisco cuz you throw them in your glove box and you just smoke them whenever you want to. Okay. They're they're designed to be dry and hard and that's just the way that cigar is. They don't have to be yeah. humidified. But right. that's just the first one that popped in mind that we don't uh carry and it's on my list of uh potential ones to buy for us to smoke and, you know, give you some comments on. You said Casano, one night stand.
0: Right? You Pardon? said Casano, didn't you, John?
2: I said Toscano, yeah.
0: Oh, Toscano. Okay, I thought you said Cusano. I'm sorry. Uh,
1: I've actually had one that a customer uh, brought in and gave me one uh, called the One Night Stand, which was remarkably good and went really well with uh, rye whiskey. Really well with
2: rye whiskey. Yeah, but you're not supposed to let smoke. Those people smoke in the shop (laughs) cigars that they haven't been purchased at the shop.
0: I knew that was coming. (laughs) I knew that was coming.
2: Dang it. Oh, what have I told you about having clothes, a one-night baby.
0: stand in a, in a cigar shop? Man, come on, man. Come on. Uh,
2: you don't like it? Yeah. Fire me. As long <laughs> as you know where the cameras are, I don't care if you have a one-night stand. In the oh,
0: there we go. That's, <laughs> That's
2: what I was trying That's to get good.
0: across
1: to you, my gosh. That's ah. good. That's good. Well, we appreciate everybody. Thank you, John. Thank you, Gary. Yes, and y'all as well. Uh, Thank you, Mr. Pitted Prunes. I hope you feel better soon, and we'll uh, definitely connect again. Uh, Remember, smokingunderground.com, Vitola Fine Cigars. And remember, if you like what you hear, what you see, please drop us a comment even post-show. Go on to the podcast, wherever you get podcasts, Smoking Underground, and subscribe. Share it with somebody. And remember... Enjoy it. I mean, don't go super cheap. Don't go expensive. Go what you like. Smoke what you love. Life is short. Do it, do it, baby. Smoke moss. Smoke moss. Thank you, everybody.
2: We'll be talking to you later. And tell a friend about this.
1: There you go. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. Y'all too.